Motor app, Sealing God's People, and also our website, sealinggodspeople.org, with your host, Dennis Beard. On the 19th of January, 2019, the Lord visited us in Transamera, Kenya, Africa, saying, Seal my people by my word. As the angel ascending from the East Heavenly Seven of the Living God, so send I you. And this was a very profound uh, visitation, it lasts over two hours, but the bottom line, was that God now is sealing his people for the work of the ministry. Now, what is the new thing? It is a very new thing, not Pentecost. This is not revival. I want to reiterate that. This is not revival. In Hosea 6, 1 through 4, it says, Come and let us return to the Lord, for he hath torn, he will heal us. He hath smitten, he will bind us up. Now, most believe that the devil, Satan himself, and the demons that have literally lost their power. They come to steal, kill, and destroy, and they believe that everything that happens is this power of the devil. Now, the devil is rendered powerless and is simply a dog on God's chain. We find that in Isaiah 10, that, O Assyrian, the rod of mine anger, the staff in their hand, is my indignation. Hide my people a little while enter into thy chambers until the indignation be overpassed and my anger ends in their destruction. So the saw, can you, can you saw by yourself? Axe, can you hew by yourself? In other words, the devil can only do what God allows in his sovereignty. And with that said, he uses that as a chastening rod. And a staff, as we see in Isaiah 10, 5, O Assyrian, the Assyrian army, that northern army, O Assyrian, the rod of mine anger, the rod of God's anger is the Assyrian. The staff in their hand is my indignation. Now, God will not allow us to be tempted above that which we are able, but will with the temptation make a way to bear it or a way to escape. 1 Corinthians 10, 43. So we know that God simply uses a chastening rod in this tribulation of work of patience, patience that work of experience, and experience that work of hope. Hope makes not ashamed because the love of God is shed abroad in a heart by the Holy Ghost. It's simply for the believer to destroy the flesh with the affections and the lust. For those that are Christ have crucified the flesh. How? through tribulation and persecution that we endure, which is a manifest token of the righteous judgment of God. Why? That we might be accounted worthy of the kingdom of God for which we also suffer, seeing it is a righteous thing with God to render tribulation to them that have troubled you or render trouble to them that have troubled you. There we understand there in the last days. Oh, that they were wise, that they would consider or know the latter end. To the law, that's the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. And to the testimony, that's the testimony of Jesus, the spirit of prophecy. If any speak not according to this word, it is because there is no light in them. We have the new thing that God is doing now. In Hosea 6, he said, come and let us return to the Lord. For he hath torn, he will heal us. He hath smitten, 
he will bind us up. Then he goes on and talks about the work of God. After the second day, he will revive us. That's revival. That is something that his dad, immediately after my departure, Paul said, grievous wolves shall come in, not sparing the flock. Well, after the second day, I will revive you. But we're in the third day. Now, there's a new thing there. In the third day, I will raise you up. That's a resurrection. Three is always the number of resurrection. Not a trinity, but of resurrection. A literal raising up in glory to a higher level. From glory to glory, from faith to faith. Even as by the Spirit of the Lord. After the second day, I will revive you. Now, we've had revival over the years. Since the Holy Ghost has been given. Since the day of Pentecost. Great moves of God. But there's something that will greatly, greatly, far, far greater in glory, will make the former reign pale in comparison of the new thing that God will do. Because he said, in the third day, I will raise you up. And you, the body of Christ, will live in my sight. We will know even as we're known of him. We will be led and guided of the Holy Ghost into all truth, not partial truth, not in the sweet by and by, but in this present dispensation of the church, the church age, before we go into the millennial, the kingdom age, and uh, that work of the ministry that God is preparing us for now. It is a new thing. Now, the, the beginning of the new thing that God will do. We have to understand there is a new thing. And he goes on and tells us in Hosea 6, verse 1 through 4, in the third day, that's in the third day, it's not revival. In the third day, I will raise you up. That is not the second advent. It's not the rapture. It's not the appearing versus the coming of Jesus. It is a higher level of glory to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ unto a perfect man. Jesus the head and we, the individual members in the body of Christ, being fitly framed together, compacted together, of which for every joint supply, so the edifying of itself in love. And for that body to come together in the unity of the faith is only through the Holy Ghost gathering all his people into one. One mind, one accord. Just as it was in the former reign, but it'll be so far greater in glory in the latter reign. He'll make the glory of the latter house greater than that of the former. So God will do a new thing, a total new thing, something that's never, ever been done before. Not just a revival. This will far excel in excellent glory that of the former reign in the glory that will be revealed in and through the body of Christ. What is the beginning of the new thing? Well, first, let's take a look at the new thing. The new thing that God will do, he says so in the book of Isaiah and Jeremiah. If we take a look at Isaiah 42, and verse 9, let's read. And he says, 
Behold, the former things are come to pass. Everything I promised you in the former reign, that faith that was once delivered to the saints, these things are the things of faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And he's saying here, the former things are come to pass. You have fulfilled that former reign in the glory of Jesus. Not the latter reign, the former reign. You see, he said, after the second day, I will revive you. But in the third day, which we're in the third day now, a thousand years being as a day with the Lord and a day as a thousand years, we're in the third day, 2021. And he says, in this third day, I will raise you up and you will live in my sight. If we follow him to know the Lord, he tells us what it is. If we follow him to know the Lord, his going forth is prepared as the morning. He will come to us. That's a parousia, the coming of the Lord. He will come to us as the rain, the former and the latter. And we find in Joel 2, the former rain and the latter rain in the first month. This is that spoken by the prophet Joel. We had the former rain in Acts, the second chapter. But the last great rain of his strength in Haggai, the second chapter is the 21st day of the seventh month. Not Pentecost, but tabernacles. It's a fullness of glory. And he said at that time, in that seventh month history, Ethneim, in that seventh month in the Feast of Tabernacles. He said, I'm going to make the glory of the latter house greater than that of the former. At that time, he said, I'll shake all nations and the desire of all nations will come. Then he says, all the silver and the gold is mine and I'll make the glory of the latter house greater than that of the former. Many in the body of Christ are satisfied with the former reign, but those former things have already come to pass. And if we stay there and do not move on in the truth, walking in the light as he's in the light, then we will not have fellowship one with another. We will not have that blood flow and our sins being washed uh, there in a current proceeding word of God. For it's only when we walk in the light as he is in the light, proceeding word, present truth, that we have fellowship one with another. That's blood flow in the unity of the faith. And the blood of Jesus cleanses us from all sin. It requires walking in the light as he's in the light, in perfect obedience, in present truth. There he said, if we follow him to know the Lord, his going forth is prepared as the morning. He will come to us as the rain, former and latter rain in that first month. It'll be the former and latter rain in the power of the Holy Ghost unto perfection and to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. And that's where we're now in the new thing. He said these former things will not, they will not, we won't return to the former things. It's not revival again. It's a total new thing. As he said in Isaiah 42, 9, Behold, the former things are come to pass. We've had the former rain. And a new thing do I declare. 
before they spring forth, I tell you of them. For the Lord would do nothing save he show it to his servants, the prophets. Now God and Sunday times in diverse manner speaking to the fathers by the prophets at the Old Testament. But in these days, in this present truth, he's spoken through us through his son, whom he hath appointed heir of all things. Hebrews 1 verse 1. We don't look to a prophet now. We look to the Holy Ghost to lead us and guide us into all truth. And he said, first in the church, apostles. Secondarily, prophets, thirdly, teachers. That being said, what is the new thing? What is the beginning of this new thing? Well, we see there, it said, singing to the Lord a new song. It's a new thing. Now, the song of Moses is a shurikahadash. In Revelation 15, they sang the song of the Lamb. They sang of Moses and the song of the Lamb. The song of Moses is a shurikahadash. It's a feminine. It started in Exodus 15, coming out of the Red Sea, coming into the wilderness. There they sang the song of Moses. Miriam led them in a dance of victory. But that was the beginning in a progressive march through the wilderness, 40 years, to see if we love the Lord with all our heart, soul, and might. And then we come to the Jordan River in Kadesh Barnea. And there we have the Song of Moses again in Deuteronomy 32 and 33, and the oath to the tribes revealed to us. And it's bookends. It starts when we come out of the world and going through that wilderness where we're pilgrims and strangers, and this is not our home. For we're looking for that city whose builder and maker is God. Therefore, this is the beginning of the new thing. It is a new thing. It's not Pentecost. This is the new thing. And with that said, what is it? They're singing a new song. Well, that new area, that new beginning, that is not just a new creature in Christ Jesus. That began our walk as newborn babes. They desire the sincere muck of the word they may grow thereby. But then we go to the next step in another level of glory. I write to you little children because your sense of forgiveness for his name's sake. And I write to you little children because you've known the Father. Now you know that Jesus is the Father of glory, the Son of God, the Father revealed in the days of his flesh. But now we're going into the new song. This carries us into Revelation 4 and Revelation 5. The new thing is singing a new song. And it's the song of the redeemed. And it's the work of the living creatures. The work of the Holy Ghost and the cherubim of glory. The lion, man, calf, and eagle. Revelation 4 and Revelation 5. The four and twenty elders and the four beasts sing a new song, the song of the redeemed. It's a church in the higher glory before the second advent. What is the beginning of the new thing? Well, Revelation 4 and Revelation 5, where they sing a new song. Those are the young men. I run to you, young men. That's 1 John 2, 12 through 14. I run to you, young men, because the word of God is strong in you and you've overcome the wicked one. You're overcomers. That is Revelation 2 and 3 and those that overcome. We find that those overcomers in Revelation 4 and 5 are the lion, man, 
calf, and eagle, the four living creatures, the zoe. That is the beginning of the new thing that God will do. Well, the former things that come to pass, behold, I do a new thing. What is this new thing? We see in Jeremiah that he says, behold, I do a new thing. That's Jeremiah uh, 32, and uh, I'm sorry, Jer Jeremiah 31, and uh, uh, verse 22. He says, how long wilt thou go about, O thou backsliding daughter? It's, it is the, the body of Christ. It is the Jerusalem, the Zion, the Jerusalem above, the church and assembly of the firstborn, whose names are written in heaven. But because we're not walking in the light as he's in the light, we're backslidden. There, awake thou, drunkard, and howl, thou that sleepest, because the new wine is cut off from you. Why? The new wine's the new thing. What is the new thing, and what is the beginning of it? Well, it is a higher glory, a higher glory than Pentecostal. We're going to the tabernacleist. And he says there, for the Lord hath created a new, a new thing in the earth. What? A woman shall compass a man. There's your Revelation 12. I saw a great wonder in heaven, the woman clothed with the sun, the moon and under her feet upon her head a crown of 12 stars. She cried, travailing in pain, the church of the living God, and brought forth a man child, what? Caught up to God and to his throne. Those are the ones that have a higher level. I will raise you up and you will live in my sight. Hosea 6, 4. Those are the ones not raptured, but have obtained the testimony of Jesus, the spirit of prophecy. Those are the ones that are going to be used for the work of the ministry in Ephesians 4, 12 that he gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come to the unity, unity of the faith, not of a denomination, not of a oneness, a voluntarian, certainly not Trinity, but a true Jesus-only doctrine of Christ. And that, knowing the work of God, prepared for the work of the ministry into the knowledge of the Son of God. That's epigonosco, a perfect image of Jesus. The last day, body of Christ, in the work of the ministry, preaching this gospel of the kingdom to all the world for a witness in all nations, and then the end will come. And that, in the knowledge of the Son of God, is that epigonosco, not just knowing Jesus after the Spirit and not after the flesh, but coming to the full image of Jesus Christ. He showed those, the glory of God in the face of Jesus. 2 Corinthians 3. For God has shown forth his glory in the face of Jesus Christ. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels. That the excellency of the power might be of God and not of ourselves. For the Lord is that spirit. Not spirit, junior. He is that spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. We all with open face, beholding in the glass the glory of the Lord, are changed into the same image from glory to glory even it's by the Spirit of the Lord. That cherubim in Genesis 3 said at the east end of the garden of God after the fall with a flaming sword turning every which way to keep the way of the tree of life is a capital C cherubim. That's the Lord Jesus with his four faces, lion, man, ox, and eagle. 
as depicted in the Gospel of Matthew, the Lion of the tribe of Judah, the Gospel of Mark, the perfect man, the face of a man, and the Gospel of Luke, the suffering servant, that is the ox, and uh, the increase comes by the strength of the ox. And where the crib is clean, there is no increase. And then we have the eagle, the gospel according to John. And those four faces reveal death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Then he says that that glory that is revealed in the face of Jesus, God's own glory, the fullness of it, grace and truth came by Jesus Christ and the fullness revealed. Now we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power might be of God and not of ourselves. Why? For the Lord is that spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. We are to stand therefore in the liberty wherein Christ has made us free and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. We all with open face, we have to receive this. The new wine, the new thing, that new thing that God is doing before it comes to pass. He said, I tell you of it. He's created it in the earth. It is through and in the body of Christ that the treasures will be revealed. Is this not held up in store in my treasures to be revealed in the last days, saith God? For the Lord will judge his people. Repent himself of the evil, the trivial, the tribulation, the trouble. When he sees their powers gone and there's none shut up or left, it will perfect the body of Christ. Unto the measure of the statue of the fullness of Christ through the work of the Holy Ghost. And see now that I, God said, I am God, and beside me there is no other God. It's a one God, Jesus' only doctrine of Christ. And he says very plainly, I kill, I make alive, I wound, I heal. Just like he said in Deuteronomy 32, he said it in Hosea 6, I am the God in my sovereignty that kills and makes alive. I wound, I heal. Shall there be evil in the city? Now the Lord God hath not done it. I cause it to rain upon one city and not upon another. And still they would not seat me. The Lord has his way in the wind and in the whirlwind. This is the work of the ministry to those that have an ear to hear. What's the beginning of the new thing? The new thing is the sealing. There's two more sealings after that of birth and of Little children. The little children know that he's the father. We see that in 1 John 2, 12 through 14. God is calling his body together now. We have over 1,000 ministers calling us in Africa and India for this word. We have over 5,800 downloads right now on the podcast. Only been doing it a year. Why? Because people know. The body of Christ, the people of God know. God's doing a new thing. They're not deceived with this complacency of, well, the old store's good and we're not seeing the miracles we once did, but that's okay because Jesus is coming any day now. They know better. They know that in the last days, the people of God will be strong and do exploits, exploitations, things that's never ever been done before. They are the ones that will be used for the work of the ministry. They are the ones that will come to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. They are the ones in the body of Christ that will preach the gospel of the kingdom to all the world for witness and all nations and then the end will come. They are the ones that will be used in the latter reign which we have not yet received. 
Zechariah 10, 1, ask you rain, ask you of the Lord rain. In the time of the latter rain, where the Lord will make bright clouds, send forth showers to every one, grass in the field. It's the last great rain of his strength. The beginning of that new thing that God will do is the sealing. He says, these, I do that new thing in the earth, create a new thing in the earth. Jeremiah 31, verse 22. That new thing that he will do. A woman will come as a man. They sing a new song. We see them singing that new song in Revelation 5. They are the four and twenty elders with the four and twenty seats in heaven where we are made to sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. S-I-T. Sit. A place that he has prepared for us. When he wrought what he wrought to usward. Ephesians 1. When he set him in his own right hand in the heavenly places. That's the place he prepared for us. Jesus is now calling us to this higher glory. It's already prepared. It's already there, but we're late in receiving it in the body of Christ. And because we are, so we're backsliding. So we are to wake thou that sleepest and howl thou drunkard. Cry out between the porch and the altar. Why? Because the new wine's cut off from us. That new wine, that new thing that God will do, the new wine has to be put in new bottles, new wineskins. But the he that's received the old will say the old wine is better and will not desire the new wine. God is preparing new wineskins now for the new thing. Behold, the bridegroom cometh, the midnight hour. This is where we are now, and it's the beginning of the new thing. It's already here. But who will hear for the time to come? Oh, that they were wise, that they understood their latter end. To the law and to the testimony. That's the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus and the testimony of Jesus' spirit of prophecy. Revelation 19.10. John saw it. He saw the man, Jesus ahead, we the body of Christ. And he was about to worship him. He said, see thou doest it not. I'm of thy fellow servants and of thy brethren that have the testimony of Jesus. That testimony of Jesus is the faith that was once delivered to the saints. Worship God, for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy, small s. Why? Because the seed of the woman, the remnant of her seed, which keeps the commandments of God, the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus. They are those that keep the commandments of God are those that love God. And those that have the testimony of Jesus is the faith that was once delivered to the saints. That is the beginning of the new thing. It's the sealing that God will do of the young men first in Revelation 4 and 5 that are the cherubim. It is a mystery that God is now revealing. The Lamb of God hath prevailed to open the seals of the book. They're open. It's for us now. But who will hear? For it is here now. It is here, for God has said, now I'm sealing my people by my word. It's here, neighbor. They're the people of God that hear his voice and will do his will and obey his voice and obedience unto righteousness will be the ones that will be sealed of young men. The word of God is strong in you. You've overcome the wicked one. They're the overcomers in you read in Revelation, the second and third chapter. Then there is another sealing again, the new thing that God 
will do. And that is Revelation 4, Revelation 5. They sing a new song. Just as it said there in Jeremiah 31, verse 22, that woman shall compass a man. They sing a new song, Isaiah, that for Isaiah 42, verse 9. We see again in Isaiah 43, uh, verse 19. And he says again, Remember not the former things. Don't remember about the, the former book of Acts. This is going to be far, far greater than the former reign. Neither consider the things of old, because God, through the Holy Ghost, is revealing his plan, his work, his ministry, the final consummation of the age of the church. He's doing it now. Who will hear? what the Spirit is saying to the churches. Friend, we need to hear from you. The body of Christ is coming together. We're not talking denominations here. There will not be one denomination in this. He's calling us out of denominations. He's calling us out of heresies and strife and envy, hate, malice, and those, these heresies, these denominations among you, that he that is approved among you might be made manifest. He's not approved of God, approved of these denominations. It is a new thing. You have to be willing, have enough in loving God to come out from them, the work of man's hand, and say, God, I'm going to follow you. When you do that, you're going into a new battle. You're going into a new arena. You're going into a higher level of faith. You're going into a higher level of glory. And you will be tried. Your faith will be tried as by fire but it will come forth as pure gold. Notice he says there in Isaiah 43, 9. I'm sorry, Isaiah 43, uh, 18. Remember, not these former things, that former rain. Neither consider the things of old. That's the old wine. True was a wonderful work of God. Great move of the Holy Ghost on the day of Pentecost. But now we're way, way on down the road. Great revelation being revealed now. In the latter days, in the last days, where God will pour out his spirit upon all flesh. Old men shall prophesy. All young men, dream drowned men will prophesy upon the servants and handmaids of those days will I pour out of my spirit. Right now, this is happening in the latter reign, the last great reign of his strength. This gospel of the kingdom will be preached into all the world. For those that have an ear to hear, the ones that are the overcomers, the ones that will step in and, and become the new wineskin, that will receive the new wine. It is uh, a new thing. In Isaiah 43, 19, behold, look at it, I will do a new thing. Thing is a higher level of faith. Things are the things of faith. Faith is the substance of things, so far, the evidence of Things not seen. That's the reason the revelation of Jesus Christ that God gave unto him to show unto his servants things. That is the new thing, my friend. God's doing it now. Don't say yet four months. It's here. Don't miss out. Don't you go to your pastor and say, well, what about it? Well, I'm afraid that unless you have sought for God with all your heart, and the day you seek for him with all your hearts, the day you find him. 
but we're buffeted with various denominations and ideas, doctrines and dogmas, and catechisms, being subject to men and not God. Stay telling us, no, you young whippersnapper, uh, just stay in line, obey my word, give your tithes, fast twice a week and give tithes of all you possess, but don't voice, don't obey the voice of God, because when you do, it's going to get, a, it's going against a reg, original denominational tenets of faith, neighbor. It will not fit. This is the new thing God's doing it now. And the Holy Ghost is moving in you because he's calling you. He's wanting you to work in it. He's wanting you to fitly be framed together there for joint supplies that they're defying of itself in love. Those joints have to have the bones come together. That's at Ezekiel 37. When this body comes together, then we're going to see it in Ezekiel 38. War, yes. But God's preparing the body now, the bone to bone. And it's going to stand up as a man. Jesus ahead. And we, the members in the body of Christ, fitly framed together, making but one man. And this will be a great army that will publish the kingdom of God in all the world for a witness. And all nations and then the end will come. Don't let it pass you by. Reach out. Grab it. Stand for God. Be encouraged. Pull up your own bootstraps. For God has called you. The body of Christ will be fitly framed together in the greatest work this world has ever seen in exploits, things that have never been done before, a radical new thing that God is doing. The beginning of the new thing is the ceiling that he's doing now, and he says here in Isaiah 43, 19, I behold a new thing. Now it shall spring forth, not tomorrow, now. It's doing it now. Shall you not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Why? This people have I formed for myself. They shall sow forth my praise. We have this treasure in earthen vessels. We need to hear from you. We have over a thousand ministers that's moved on this and this new thing stirred in Africa. India's coming in. Many of there in Pakistan. We have over 1,500 downloads on the podcast in America alone. We need to hear from you. We need to pull together in this thing as the body of Christ comes into one and in Ezekiel's 37 army comes together preparing for the greatest work of God this world has ever seen. Will there be tribulation? Sure there will. Will we, we fight this great red dragon, having seven heads, ten horns, and, and uh, ten crowns upon his head? Yes, we will. Of course we will. The world will hate you because you're not of the world. And some of us will be killed. I forewarned you that you not, should not be offended. For the days come, they'll put you out of the synagogues of churches. Yea, the time cometh that whosoever killeth you will think he did God a service. This will they do unto you because they have not known the Father nor me. They're not even little children. They don't know that Jesus is the Father of glory. We need to hear from you. God is doing the ceiling now. That ceiling there we see in Exodus 28. The first is engraving of an engraver. That's a ceiling. I have an engraving in the palms of my hand, God said. Shall the woman forget her suckling child? Yea, but I have not forgotten you, for I have you engraven in the palms of my hand. 
Well, what is that engraving? It's the work of an engraver. It's a work of a signet. Zerubbabel is Zerubbabel. Born in Babylon, come you out of Babylon, and be you separate. And I'll receive you as sons and daughters. Yeah, I will be your God, and you will be my sons and daughters. God's doing it now. But in Ezekiel, we find that there is that son of man revelation of those cherubim of glory. Lion, man, ox, and eagle, and it has the appearance of a man coming out of a fire enfolding itself as the appearance of a man. There's that man caught up to God and to his throne. Not a rapture, but the latter reign of the Holy Ghost. It is now. God is doing it now. In Exodus 28, there are three different ceilings of a sign, of a signet. The first is according to birth. That's Exodus 28, 9. Then we have the stones of the breastplate of judgment. Another engraving of an engraver of a signet. There's another seal. And it's according to the work, according to the oath to the tribes, the work of the ministry, doing the will of God. Then there's still another, and that is a mitre, an engraving of an engraver of a signet upon that gold and mitre and a blue up in the forehead of the high priest. That's the final sealing in Revelation 7, sealing the servants of God in their forehead. That is what he's doing now. All you have to do is say, God, I want it. I don't want to be passed by. I don't want to be uh, found backsliding in the former things when they have been accomplished. And you're doing a new thing and we sit back in the old saying the old's better. And Jesus said, I've got to have new wineskins. Don't, don't be backslidden. Don't be back, backtrodden. Don't hold on to the old wine where God is already doing a new thing. Let us hear from you. Write to me, Brother Dennis Beard, Post Office Box, 2906 Longview, Texas. Zip code 75602 or write to me. That's it. And message us at dennisbeard.org or sealinggodspeople.org. We'd love to hear from you. The body of Christ is coming together. Let us hear from you as we want to meet you in the unity of the faith and to the knowledge of the Son of God and to a perfect man. If the Holy Ghost has moved on, I look forward to your phone call. I look forward to your message. Until the next time, this is Brother Dennis Spirit saying, Behold the real Jesus.